Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 164 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on June the 14th, 2018. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. Hey, buddy. Uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. And we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. What is going on, my friend? It's, it's been uh, about a month. Yeah, I know. I feel like uh, it's been a lot of busyness going on. Yeah, yeah. My my business has kind of taken off. I've been if, if I haven't been working, I've been sleeping uh, for the last couple of weeks. So that is well, that's uh, good. Yeah, no, they're all all good things. But you know, we, we you know still got to carve out time for the, uh, the show. Actually, um, wanted I, I, you know I was thinking maybe turning two men Tuesdays into two men Thursdays from now on just because Tuesdays are kind of my deadline for work. Um, oh, that's interesting. I was wondering why that was uh, happening. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was the thing. Like we kept trying to record on Tuesday mornings and it wasn't happening because like my deadlines are so crazy and right. you know, Thursday, like, like everything has to be turned in by Wednesday. Something in Thursday might be a better day and people don't want to hear us talk about the semantics of recording the show, but just <laughs> so people, so that people know that like that's a possibility that it might just start being Thursdays to be able to be more, uh, more up and out there. So what's been going on with you? Anything new? No, nothing too crazy to be honest with you. I am, uh, you know, gearing up for my November Disneyland trip. So right. That's, right. I remember you talking I've been about that. Super excited for uh, that, but that's about it. Just normal summer stuff. Right. Ah, Disneyland again. I like the lands. I know you like the land. I know. I, I mean, I'm I, gonna, I'm gonna go back to the world after. I'm actually, you know, I think because I was sick on my last trip. I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody, but I think because I was like sick on my last trip, I feel some like I really, really want to go back to Disney World. I probably uh-huh. would have actually gone world with this trip, but my family really wanted to do land. Um, I, I'm feeling like a real like urge to uh, go back to Disney World just because I feel like I didn't get everything I wanted. Yeah, out it's of like you were, you were like you were gypped out of it. Yeah, I mean, I spent a day in the room. I mean, geez, I don't know if I've ever uh, one other trip I did that when I was sick also, but that was 20 years ago. Right. I, I just you almost feel like you kind of you know, especially like you know, being the person that puts the trip together and you're kind of you know you almost know your per day cost. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of stinks spending a day in the room watching uh, you know random television. Yeah. Were you watching Stacy's Must Do Disney the whole time? No, I, I honestly, at one point I had kind of like drifted off asleep and I woke up and like two broke girls was on. It was, ah! just a, it was a weird experience. Oh, God, was, that, that's like a horror movie. You know, and I almost had like I had like a low grade fever and I hadn't eaten in like 24 hours. Like it was just like a uh, it was not the Disney day that I was maybe. Oh, for. no. Two uh, broke girls should be a part of no one's Disney life or, or anyone's life. Like, right. <laughs> that show is I, I don't think I've ever hated a television show the way I hate Two Broke Girls. I know you don't like that one. I remember I was literally sitting down one time trying to watch it and I was just kind of like, 
is this entertainment today? Like, I had, like, this old man moment. I'm like, dang, flab it, these two broke girls are being all obscene. (laughs) Well, no, it didn't last. uh, Well, it lasted into syndication, so yeah. That's true. You're right about that. It lasted. Um... Okay, so anyway, we have got some. We are going to catch up on the news this week. We are going to be uh, diving deep into all the news from the last month, and wow, quite a lot of news that it is. We've got worldwide news up the wazoo this week. Good. Yep. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, get right started, folks. The news this week, as always, brought to you by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, okay, so. Worldwide news. We have a. I want to get a rumor out of the way first, and it was a rumor that I had heard before the last time we recorded, but I forgot to bring it up to you. Okay. There is a rumor. Now we've talked about the rumor that uh, Walt Disney World is purchasing an all new monorail fleet. Correct. And and not a moment too soon because apparently there was another big monorail mishap over the over the weekend where the monorail stalled out and it was incorrectly reported on Instagram. Go figure. Uh, that people were that that the windows blew out of it. What? <laughs> but that's not what happened. The monorail okay. stalled out and just died, and the air conditioning went out. And they were oh. stuck up there for a long, long, long time. And so the um, the cher- they came with a cherry picker and actually removed some of the windows uh, to get some ventilation in there while they evacuated. Or they didn't even but, they didn't end up evacuating. They ended up like having to like coast it into the TTC, I believe. Oh my gosh! But yeah, like there were no windows in it. It was it was the, it was the Epcot rail. Okay. So they were just kind of stranded there. Like that's always my fear with the monorail is getting stuck on it because it's the worst when you get stuck on it. I mean, I've never been stuck for too too long. I have been stuck on, it, but nothing crazy long. Uh, I could see. I'm normally a, a pretty calm person on vacation, but you know, if I was stuck on there for an hour or two hours, I mean, I, it might be a problem. Yeah, I mean, I was. Oh man, I, I was stuck on there for over half an hour one time, and it was terrible. I get it. I mean, listen, you know the story of when I got stuck on Spaceship Earth. Yes. We were on there forever. I mean, it was probably over an hour. But, you know, in some weird way, you're sitting down. <laughs> you're on Spaceship Earth. Right. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's almost surreal. But, like, well, Ethan took a nap. But, I mean, stuck on that with no AC. I mean, odds are I feel like I'm always standing on the monorail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be pleased. Shoulder you know? to shoulder with people at the end of the night while it's stuck for 30 minutes. And, oh, my gosh. I would. I, I had a panic attack. Now, was it at the end of the night that it was? It was. It was at the end of the night coming back from Magic Kingdom, so everyone is mushed together. and we got. Is s- it weird that I would almost, not the mushed together part, but I would almost prefer it be at the end of the night than, let's say, midday or something, where you actually have stuff to go do, and now you can't do that? I get that. I definitely get that. The, your, your logic is sound. Uh, but we got stuck right by, um, we got stuck at the, right in front of the Polynesian, where they have one of those big, like, Polynesian mask heads that, like, is, like... You know, like, right. like, hey, everybody, what's going on in there? Like, it, it was just like this, like, just look of just Edwinish kind of like right. whimsy that was really bugging me at the time. <laughs> you guys look stuck. Oh, what's the matter? You stuck there? If only I had arms, I could come up there and help. <laughs> but okay, so the rumor that we're talking about here, uh, before we got sidetracked on on my monorail woes. That uh, this this new monorail fleet will have augmented reality windows. Right. Now, what does this mean? It means that some people were like, "Oh, so it's going to be like the train in, uh, in you know Harry Potter." No, no, it's not. You're still going to see outside, 
but there will be some kind of augmented reality screen between you and the window. So like, it kind of, uh, like Pooh Bear can come flying by on a on a balloon, or Dumbo can come flying by, or right. you know things like that. Uh, Peter Pan and Tinkerbell, uh, or the one rumor I heard is that as you take that spin around Spaceship Earth, uh, Spaceship Earth turns into the Death Star, and there are Tie Fighters and X Wings flying all over. Right now, it's going to all be using like geo mapping. Yes. So you will, and I've heard like they're even going to have things like uh, weather is going to play a part in it also. I was just going to say that, yeah. Yeah, so like if it's storming outside, it'll be, you know, like the characters will be reacting to the rain. Right. So, awesome. I think, man, I mean, only Disney, right? They just always manage to figure out a way. That would, honestly, that that got, that gets me back on the monorail. Like, it makes me a It's funny, story. though. You know, I, I mentioned this to someone, a friend of mine who's a Disney head and, like, a little bit older, and he's like, was telling me how much he wouldn't like it. He likes being able to see things on the monorail. I'm like, dude, just stop. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I want to hear how you're not going to like this, but no, it's just going to be awesome. And, but not for nothing, you're still going to be able to see everything. Right. Like, there's nothing you're not going to be able to see. Um, <laughs> it's just like there's going to be extra stuff happening. Right. I hope it's different each time. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, we're coming around that bend. I know Dumbo's coming by. Like, I hope it's like, like, I want to see, like, when you go through the contemporary, you're going to see, like, characters, like, walking around in the contemporary and stuff like that. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. I would really like that. Uh, That'd be awesome. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that is the big rumor going on. Nothing confirmed from Disney yet about that. Uh, if you are a silver annual pass mem- uh, pass holder, uh, that's one of the tiers of the Walt Disney World annual pass system. You might be sitting at home right now, lamenting the fact that you're blocked out for the most of the summer. Silver passes are blocked out from the beginning of June to the end of um, July. Well, Disney has lifted the silver annual pass holder blackout dates for june so up through june 29th the day before toy story land opens uh silver pass holders can still enjoy the parks so that's really great i i wanted to figure out like why they did that why they lifted it or why they did it why they lifted it um i think if you have enough people complaining uh which would have to be a good amount i imagine they knew what they were signing on for when they got that pass it's it's spelled out there yeah, I mean, I I can't speak to that. I don't I don't know like the details on that. I would just think if enough people complain, maybe they feel like they're not going to re up their pass. Well, and here's the thing though: like Disney, like is notorious for like not treating pass holders great in recent years because they don't need us, right? Um, and so I'm wondering like why like would they like they haven't given pass holders really anything, like even like the they used to give us like really nice gifts for the food and wine festival, like the tumbler glass and stuff like that and champagne flutes. Now you get like a a print of a like painting, right? Like you know, it's it's like or no, it was a button. It was a button at the last one. It was like it went from a it went from an engraved tumbler glass to a button, to a nice expensive button. Yeah. Uh, so I I had to wonder why they were doing that, but you know what? I'm happy about that. Um, my girlfriend has a silver pass, so she can go for the next month, which is cool. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. So Fourth of July is coming up, and if you wanted to, um. You know, uh, go to Walt Disney World in on the Fourth of July. First of all, you should really ask yourself why you want to do that because it's <laughs> obscenely crowded. Um, but if you are, we do have some information on some of the entertainment that they are going to be offering. 
Uh, if you're wondering, Pete, I will not be in the magic. I will not be anywhere near Disney I, on the Fourth of July. I feel like we've talked about this for years, and, and yeah. it's always kind of a topic for me because my birthday is July 9th, so I've always wanted to go to Disney World for my birthday. But it would put me there virtually, depending on how the week shaped out yeah. on Fourth of July. Yeah, and I feel like I've asked you about this almost every summer. Like, hey, what's it really like on Fourth of July? And every summer, like, I pretty much get the same answer. Like, it's terrible. Armageddon. Right. It's I just the have to crowd apocalypse. I'm never going to be there on my birthday. It's just never going to happen. Uh, all right. So in the Magic Kingdom, Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky is at 9.15 on July 3rd and July 4th. So they're okay. doing it twice. This is, I, Listen, I will say this fireworks show is fantastic. I would expect nothing less. Uh, and it's 360 degree fireworks, too. Okay. Like they're shooting them off over like the resorts. Um. If I do, the only way I'm getting to uh, Disney for the 4th of July is if I just go to the TTC and um, like just park there and go to the ferry boat dock and watch the fireworks from there. Okay. It's a really good, that, it's a really good firework viewing location. Okay. Like it's better than even like the, like the Polynesian beach because you have a full view of the castle. At Epcot, Illuminations will be going on at 9 p.m. with a special 4th of July finale on July the 4th. The Voices of Liberty will be on at July 4th on the America Garden stage at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. That's like the one day a year they let the Voices of Liberty out of the American Adventure. Yeah, they get to actually see the sun. They get to see the sun and take the stage, and they're like, oh, let's <laughs> sing about our joyous country. And they do at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. I mean, they're wonderful. I love the Voices of Liberty. So if you're there, then it's definitely a great thing to go see. Uh, characters will also be in colonial garb at the American Adventure the way they usually are. So you get like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy... Um, you know, all dressed in their colonial best as if they're ready to go fight the British. No British people will actually be harmed in the be harmed. of this character experience. <laughs> but uh, Hollywood Studios, nothing says America like Star Wars, a galactic spectacular on July 4th at 10 p.m. Nothing extra there. It's just it's just it's just, you know, usual Star Wars fireworks for all the people that aren't from America. Probably. Uh, <clears throat> you know what? I maintained that it was still the best uh, fireworks show on property, even after um happily ever after came out it's not oh why why the change um you know what i i saw it recently and i hadn't seen it since before the last jedi and i don't know maybe the last jedi just kind of like soured me the last jedi is ruining <laughs> even fireworks for you well because like they've added in like last jedi and so i still haven't seen solo but um they Solo's they, great yeah they added in like a bunch of last jedi scenes and stuff like that and i was just kind of like huh <sighs> Like, I'm watching okay. it, and I wasn't filled with, like, that sense of wonder that I was before. Uh, whereas Happily Ever After always gets me. Um, Does Do the fireworks just end with Luke disappearing? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly. He was never actually here. Right. Uh, now, the... Um, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Uh, Happily Ever After got to... Wa um, it was my one-year anniversary with the girlfriend the other um, last week, and we went to uh, California Grill. Okay. We yeah, we got a window seat, like perfect fireworks viewing. I was worried that Happily Ever After wouldn't be as good from the California Grill as Wishes used to be because of the the aspect of the um, castle projections on the castle. Yeah, just as good, if not better. Okay. Wow. I'm glad to hear that. Fantastic. I still fantastic. want to do California Grill. I just haven't brought myself around to doing Never, it. Never ever. Nope. Oh, I had the greatest filet mignon of my life there. It was so good. I definitely want to try it. You definitely need to go. Is it something that I think that, you know, 
do you need to be spending fifty dollars on a on a steak for a nine year old? Probably not. But yeah, maybe that's my holdup. You know, I mean, you know, if if you guys ever go, like, if you guys ever like, when you go with like other family, like when your mother in law or something like that, or your brother or, or your right. sister in law goes, do you guys ever like you and Heather just go out to dinner and like the kids go with them? It depends. Like my sister in law is going to Disneyland with us. No, I mean we kind of do everything as a group. Uh, in the past, in Disney World, it is a little different. Heather and I will go out sometimes at night, uh, just me and her. But typically meals, I mean, that's one of the real central things for like a family, especially if it's becoming an extended family on vacation. Right. We definitely want to eat all of our meals together. But so you're going for like I, a big, long week. Like, can, couldn't you get like one meal to yourselves? Could I? Sure. Yeah. But, you but I to. would. No, we like all, you know, that's a big thing for, I mean, my kids like can't wait to know where we're going to eat and they right. want to know, you know, and granted, yeah, they could go somewhere else, but uh, they, we like eating together. I mean, your son is a foodie, right? Like he, he likes food. Yeah. He'd probably yeah, he enjoy is. it. I mean, this I mean, he would, he would never eat a steak, but, uh, I mean, you know, pretty ridiculous. Um, I'm sure they have a fish, fish option for him. Yeah. Rebecca got veal. Um, there were fish options as well. Uh, just really, really great. Like, that's awesome. Can't say enough good things about California grill. Probably. Uh, it's up there with Ohana. Now it's my favorite restaurant on property. Oh, nice. Anyway, moving along. Um, so we just talked about Star Wars Electric Spectacular. Uh, patriotic treats. Select theme parks and resorts. <coughs> will offer exclusive dessert items. Um, a 4th of July cupcake featuring an apple pie uh, filling at Creature Comforts and Isle of Java at Animal Kingdom. Sparkly red, white, and blue coconut macaroon dipped in white chocolate at the Boardwalk Bakery at the Boardwalk Resort. Patriotic dipped strawberries and Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse mini domes at Amaretz and Dizzy Springs. And also there's going to be something called the, fo- the Fourth at the Fort. Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground will offer several special events throughout the 4th of July holiday. Uh, the 4th of July 5K run will take place on Tuesday, July 3rd. Pre-registration is now available for that um, through June 30th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Fort Wilderness Bike Barn. On-site registration begins at 7 a.m. in the field next to Mickey's Backyard Barbecue, and the run begins from that location at 7.30 a.m. The 4th of July Golf Cart Parade begins at 4 p.m. at the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, which sounds thr- thrilling. Um, at the Fort Wilderness Bike Barn. And the 4th of July Beach Bash at Clementine's Beach will take place from 6 to 11 p.m. on July 4th uh, with live DJ, dancing, games, contests, a movie, and more. In addition, the Fort Wilderness Food Truck will be available in the settlement area with delicious items for purchase. So there you go. 4th of like July I, You know what? That, that, um, that 4th at the Fort thing doesn't sound half bad. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't see fireworks from Fort Wilderness, but right. you know, whatever. <clears throat> we, you know, um, I mean, if you miss fireworks on the Fourth of July, you have you literally have every other day of your vacation to catch fireworks. Right, right. <laughs> uh, more details have been released on the Play Disney Parks app. Remember, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, we did not, but I um, I took a look at it. It looks interesting. Yeah, we we did talk about it on the show. Uh, oh, we did. <laughs> yeah, uh, or maybe that was when I had Corinne on the show. I don't know. You can play in line for attractions, so there are games that like interact with the queues, uh, and games that bring classic stories to life. You can earn and share digital collectibles when they when you receive achievements. There is a Disney trivia feature, so if you ever wanted to become Corinne Chandler, uh, you can do that by becoming a Disney trivia expert right. through the app. Awesome. You can pre-order the app now on Android and iOS. The in-queue games require two players, while trivia is a single-player game. This is not a part of my Disney experience. It is its own entity. I thought it looked fun. Oh, so here's some more news. The Themed Entertainment Association <clears throat> Global Attendance Report has been uh, 
released for 2017. So that is a um, it's a guide to theme park attendance worldwide. Um, you ready for the top ten theme park attendant uh, attended theme parks in the world? Huh. All right. And with Can how they changed a... from 2016 to 2017. Let me take a guess. Number one has to be. Are you starting at the top? Yeah, we'll start at number one. Number one has to be Magic Kingdom. It is Magic Kingdom. Orlando. It is Magic Kingdom in Orlando. Number two. Oh, and I will say Magic Kingdom has gone up in attendance 0.3% from 2016 to 2017. Wow. I mean, anytime there's an up arrow, Magic Kingdom, I mean, it's just, it's crazy that even more people keep I going. I know. You know? They keep raising the prices and more people keep going. Well, that's why they can do it. Yep. Um, number two, Epcot? No. Magic Kingdom in Disney in California. It's Disneyland. Yeah. Um, which that you know they don't call it the Magic Kingdom; they just call it Disneyland. No, I know. Right. Um, which is up two percent from 2016. Interesting. Number three, you're not going to get. What is it? Tokyo Disneyland. Okay. Up 0.4 percent from 2016. <laughs> Number four, uh, Universal Studios in Japan. Oh, okay. That is wow. that is up a whole three percent. That's I didn't huge. even know there was a Universal Studios Japan. There is. It's actually where they're getting Nintendo Land first. Oh, you must be upset about that. Um, yeah, well, you know, we're getting it eventually. So, uh, Number five, Tokyo Disney Sea. Okay. It's the other theme park there. Uh, that is up 0.3%. Now, the biggest jump, or not the biggest, well, the second biggest jump Number six. Now, this is a, a Walt Disney World theme park is number six. Do you want to guess which one it is? Animal Kingdom. It is. Disney's Animal Kingdom up 15.3% from 2016, all to do with the opening of Pandora. Yeah, that makes sense. Number seven is Epcot up 4.2%. That's a huge jump up for Epcot. I think it has to do yeah, with that's the. Big. Uh, I think it has to do with all of the um, the festivals that they're doing now. The nonstop festivalness? Yes. Uh, number eight, Shanghai Disneyland with up 96.4% from 2016. Was it even open in 2016? Like, yeah, I mean, that makes me think it was open for like a month. Yeah. You know? um, number nine, this is the only decrease on the list from the year before. It's got to be studios. It is. Disney's Hollywood Studios down 0.5% from 2016. That's not bad. I mean, geez, I could, I could go there in theory and leave that off my trip if I had to, you know? Yeah. And number 10 is Universal Studios Orlando, up 2% from the year before. Okay. Disney Now, the Disney water parks did not fare well at all. Uh, Typhoon Lagoon had a 5% decrease from 2016, okay. and Blizzard Beach is 7%. I mean, I can never really speak to the water park game, but... I actually... Um, <clears throat> my friend Michelle invited, uh, invited us to go to Moonlight Magic with the DVC event, which was at Typhoon Lagoon. Right. And so it was the first time I've been to Typhoon Lagoon in, like... I mean, gotta be like fourteen years, fifteen and? years. I loved it. Oh, good! It was super fun. I mean, I it was midnight magic, so there weren't long lines for anything. I think that's why I liked it. My last Typhoon Lagoon experience pretty much like ended because it was red flagged, and I didn't want to stay there anymore. That was when I was eighteen. Right. Um, <clears throat> okay, so moving along, we got Disney Springs news. That was all worldwide news. That was like twenty minutes of worldwide news. Yeah, a lot of world. Yep. Oh, you know what? I forgot one. Sorry, back to worldwide news. Minivans are now available to all guests on Disney property, not just resort guests. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You can uh, get, you can get them using the Lyft app. It is $25 per trip, 
and also available to and from the Orlando airport uh, for resort guests. If you want to go to the airport, speak to your concierge to book at least 24 hours in advance. Um, how many people can fit in one of those minis? Do we know? Uh, you know what? I never, I never looked into that. I'm sorry. Um, but I'll find I'm out. Curious about that. I'll find out. If we have any uh, any listeners that that have taken them and know, please let us know. If you've taken any pictures inside, <coughs> please post them in our Facebook discussion group. I'd love to see what they look like. Because <clears throat> I'm never going to pay twenty five dollars to go to and from some place on property. Um, <clears throat> Disney Springs news: the incredible there are Incredibles two events this week. Early screenings tonight for the Incredibles two. Are you going? I am gonna. I mean, yes, I'm gonna go. I probably not gonna go for about a week or so, though. We want to take both kids, and they're finishing up school. Yeah, so no, I get that. Uh, it's funny. One of my customers yesterday was like, "Aren't you concerned about spoilers?" And I'm like, uh, "No, for not the Incredibles. For Incredibles. <laughs> Pretty sure they win at the end. It's, like, it's uh, not Infinity War. <laughs> Could you imagine? Right. I was like, "No, this isn't. I know you think <laughs> it's a comic you... book movie, but it's not really. Could you imagine? Like, like Syndrome like snaps his fingers at the end." of <laughs> I mean, I'd be impressed if Syndrome was still alive, but that would be, <laughs> you see Jack, Jack Milton, like, dissolving into dust. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so there's an early screen tonight. There'll be DJ dance parties all weekend. A special Jack, Jack cookie is being sold at Amaretz Patisserie. Uh, special buttons are being given out at the all Disney-operated retail shops in Disney Springs, as well as in the theme parks. Those expensive buttons. Yep. Uh, Super Saturdays are returning to Disney Springs on the second Saturday of each month. Pass holders are invited to an exclusive early bird shopping experience <clears throat> at World of Disney, Disney Style, the Disney Corner, and Ever After Jewelry from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, during that time, pass holders can also enjoy one full hour to explore the store before anyone else and take advantage of the 20% pass holder discount. Um, also, there will be photo pass photographers in Disney Springs during this event, uh, traveling between World of Disney, Disney Style, Disney Corner, and Ever After Jewelry. Uh, Ghirardelli, uh, chocolate square samples from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. or all day because they always do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I don't even know why they would even say that. Uh, Keels, receive a complimentary consultation and samples from skincare experts. Live entertainment will be, uh, there will be live music um, from Brian Malpass, not free daps. But, free daps. <clears throat> uh, Paddlefish uh, will be giving complimentary samples of crab ceviche and receive a coupon for 20% off food and non-alcoholic beverages for the month of June. Uh, Starbucks will be giving complimentary beverage samples. Sugar Boo and company will be giving complimentary Mr. Fabulous notepad when you make a purchase of $50 or more while supplies last. Uh, also, check out their special display featuring popular uh, gift picks just in time for Father's Day and take advantage of 10% pass holder discount. Vera Bradley will offer a pass holder discount, $30 off a purchase of $125 or more, plus free monogramming all day long. Uh, and also, finally, in Disney Springs news, Wine Bar George, the new wine bar in Disney Springs, is now open for business. Open on May 19th in the landing. It is... Yeah, go ahead. The, the Blaze won't be sampling the Kev? No, they will not. Um, it, it has to be purchased. It's just too much. They'd go broke. There's too There's too many... Uh, right. Even a small sample, it's just too much. Too many ingredients on you it. You need to actually write down the list of what the Kev is. I've written it down before because people have asked. Yeah. I mean... Like I said, high-rise dough, garlic pesto on the crust, white and red sauce mixed together, extra mozzarella, every what cheese. What color does that sauce become? Like like a rose, like a rosé, a okay. pink sauce. Um, <clears throat> the um, uh, extra mozzarella, all the cheese except for the vegan cheese, pepperoni, um, meatball. 
You can get bacon on it, but then it becomes the Kevin Bacon. Um, I like that. Pepperoni meatball uh, bacon. Pineapple, garlic, uh, so- sea salt, oregano, uh, red onion, and a barbecue sauce finish. And what does how, what does this cost? I'm just curious. Twelve, thirteen bucks. That's an impressive stack. Yeah. Uh, so Wine Bar George uh, reservations are now available. It's open 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. It's on the Disney Dining Plan for table service. They've also opened up a counter service location called the Basket at Wine Bar George. <laughs> where they serve European-style sandwiches, cheese, olives, hummus, charcuterie cookies, and wines on tap, served either by the glass or carafe. Uh, wine Bar George features more than 130 bottles, uh, 130 wines served by the ounce, glass, or bottle. So there you go. <clears throat> All right. Uh, resort news. We got some resort news before we take a break. The uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge pool is getting a lengthy refurbishment, one of the pools there. The Uzima Springs Pool and Pool Bar at the Jumbo House will be closing from September 4th through December the 5th. And the Samawati Springs Pool and Pool Bar will still be open at Kadani Village during that time. So plan accordingly if you're staying in Animal Kingdom during that time. And um, dear, you've never stayed there, have you? Uh, which one? Animal Kingdom Lodge. Lodge, yes, but not the newer... You know, they built the new buildings on in the yeah. last couple of years. Haven't done that. But uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge proper, I've done it twice. Did you um, Did you have Savannah View? Yes. How was that? Um, I liked it. It was also a different world then. I mean, just to give you an example, um, I remember they put up a, a room-only offer. I was staying in Caribbean Beach. I'm going to throw prices out there that you're just going to be like, what? Um so my room at Caribbean Beach was $144 a night. Don't ask me why I remember this. They put out a room-only special, and you could stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, standard view, for $145. What? So I called Heather and was like, hey, uh, you know, I know it's you know standard view, so it's a parking lot, but we'd be staying in a nicer resort. We went with my brother and uh, my brother-in-law and, and his wife at the time. I'm like, it would only be like a dollar more a night. Do you want to do this? She's like, yeah. So I'm I'm at work. I remember I called because you still called somebody on the phone to right. do your reservation. And I got this very nice older woman. And I'm like, listen, I have this this reservation. I kind of want to take advantage of this. And during our conversation, she's like, have you ever stayed and had Savannah View? And I'm like, actually, I have. It was wonderful. She's like, I'll put a little note on here. You know, maybe the, maybe they could give you Savannah View. Huh. So I'm like, okay, thank you. Uh, whatever. We got in at night. This is a rare trip where I flew in at night. And we went to our room. It was down a hallway mm. that was I felt about like uh, a mile and a half long. We got into our room. The next morning I woke up, Savannah View room. I didn't really realize wow. it. We went outside and like there was – because it was just pitch black when we got in. We was really a draft out there. Uh, Savannah View Room. Uh, you're never getting a Savannah View Room for $145. No. Uh, that was the last time I did it. I always <laughs> say I want to take my kids, but, you know, going to Disney becomes a cost-efficient journey, and it depends on, like, how I'm working it, so. Uh, for our anniversary, I was going to try to surprise Rebecca and be like, you know what? I got us a room at the Contemporary for the night. And I looked. $600 for one night. Yep. I was just like, wow, yep. nope, 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 nope. Uh, okay, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network, and we'll be back with our with the rest of the news. So uh, more Two Men in the Mask coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. 
course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier? Makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. It sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave you're likely to pay less and get more and what's better than that Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to KingdomStrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit KingdomStrollers.com. Are you ready for a dad's take on Disney? Well, look no further than the Disney Dads Podcast. We dive into so many... Hold up, hold up, Justin. 
it's not just for Disney dads. We can look at Disney from every perspective and all are welcome. We take a dive into Disney history, Disney attractions, Disney movies, and so much more. You're exactly right, Jason. And everyone can find us at www.disneydadspodcast.com. On the website, you can find all of our social media. You can also find our SoundCloud channel, where you can leave your browser open and listen to hours of Disney Park sounds and Disney music. Also, we'd love for you to give us a call. Our phone number is 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. Leave us a message. Tell us a little bit about your Disney passions, and we can't wait to get to know you a little bit better. Justin, hold up. Don't forget they can send us a text at the exact same number. Yeah, definitely. Get a hold of us. Send us a text message. You got something on your mind about Disney? We can't wait to hear about it. From the Disney Dads, we hope you have a magical day, an incredible week, and always keep it Disney. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. My name is Dimitri Ravanis, and I'm the host of a brand new podcast called Chewing Clock. Now, you might remember me from my old show here on WDPN called The Extra Magic Hour. Well, now I've got a new podcast each and every weekday morning talking about my one true love, college football. That's right. Chew on that, wife. You don't have to be a hardcore fan of the sport to like the show. You don't even have to be a fan at all. Sure, sometimes we're talking about what's happening on the field, but other times I'll be arguing passionately that Nick Saban is a Gryffindor, not a Slytherin. So tune in each and every weekday morning. The show is never longer than 15 seconds, and you can always find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and at armchairallamericans.com. The name of the show is Chewing Clock with me, Dimitri Ravanis, and my co-host, Tyler McComas. Join us every weekday morning. And we're back with theme park news, Peter Mandel. News about the theme theme parks. Yes. Uh, So we are going to start off with Magic Kingdom news uh, brought to you by our good friend Dimitri Ivanis and his new podcast, Chewing Clock, uh, which is a great look at college football done uh, more than a couple times a week. Um, Make sure you check them out. And uh, the only Magic Kingdom news we have is kind of TTC news. 
Okay. The Lost and Found building is being demolished. Hmm. That's because Disney has switched to an all-online Lost and Found system, which launched recently. Um, so now if you have a lost item, you just check in um, on your um, on, on the Walt Disney World website, hope that it doesn't crash, because um, it's known to do that from time to time, crash. Right. And you uh, report your, stolen, your lost or stolen item, and then we'll try to find it. <clears throat> Epcot News brought to you by the Disney Dads Podcast for a great family-friendly look at all things Disney. Check out the Disney Dads Podcast over on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Um, the annual pass holder summer magnet is now available in Epcot. It was available in Hollywood Studios up until this week. Uh, through June 29th, you can go to Mouse Gear to if you're an annual pass holder to get your free Donald Duck uh, pass holder magnet. Okay, I've seen it. Looks cool. There's currently one on my car. Yeah. I really like that they're doing the different magnets for the different seasons. Like, I got the Mickey and Minnie I do, too. I think it's neat. Yeah. I like stuff like that. Yeah, I love stuff like that. I'm assuming the autumn one will be goofy, um, if they do an autumn one. We have new acts announced for the Eat to the Beat concert series, and I believe the entire series is now announced. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There are still two weeks where there, there is nothing. Um, but you, re- you ready for the new ones? Yep. Uh, Mercy Me. <laughs> Glass Tiger. Torin Wells, Vertical Horizon, Sheila E., uh, Jim Belushi, and the Sacred Hearts. Jim Belushi. Doing their varied hits. Yes. <laughs> 98 Degrees. Uh, High Val- and High Valley are our new um, our newly announced okay. acts. Uh, still nothing announced for October 11th to 12th or the 13th to the 14th. So we'll be looking to see when they're going to round that out. Uh, Animal Kingdom news brought to you by Kingdom Strollers for uh, to rent the crib or stroller of your dreams on your next vacation. Check out kingdomstrollers.com. Uh, Pete, have you ever uh, gone glamping? Uh, no. If you know anything about my wife, no matter how you can try and sell that, there's still camping involved. Okay. Well, what if I told your wife that you could go glamping in Pandora, the world of Avatar? I know. Trust me. I looked at it. <laughs> awesome it's it's a contest uh so it's not something you yep. can like book to go do only one winner so you know enter and and, and cross your fingers um gets you winner gets round trip airfare two four-day park tickets tour guides and a 250 fifty dollar gift card um uh, so glamping for those of you that don't know is glamorous camping it takes the rough right. out of roughing it uh, and you, the glamping is only one night of that trip. Yeah, only one night of the trip. You they they set up like a really nice, luxurious tent in the middle of Pandora. Um, the video showed like people going on the rides, and I'm like, wait, is some are, like some poor cast member is gonna like be there all night for like this one family? That'd be awesome. <laughs> like having to do the whole spiel at uh, Flight of Passage. What would be cool is if they're totally like undermanned. So you have like the person in the front, like letting you in, like running to the back to also be your like exit person. <laughs> like the whole thing's just run by two people who are just rotating the jobs. I know. Oh. It, you know what? If that was Universal, because you know how the Universal team members clap for you at the end of the ride, like you accomplish right. something. If it's just one person at the end of the ride clapping, it becomes really sarcastic. Yeah, and it's just like a slow clap. Yeah, great job. You really, you, you really it. saved Gringotts. Way to go! Get out of here. Oh, those oh just... you're going on again. Bravo! Those Decepticons will think twice before messing with humanity. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Animal Kingdom, they're testing new stroller parking currently. A whole new stroller parking service. Okay. So when you arrive at a specific show or ride, guests receive a colored tag, which corresponds to one of three stroller parking areas. The tags can then be reused at other attractions or a new tag placed on each location. Now, you've never had the joy <laughs> of trying to find your stroller, which has been moved from where you parked it after you go on something. No, but I've been with like friends that have like got like friends and their kids so i've like experienced their mad dash to find their stroller it is a little weird i mean i've never really had a problem but you know it's you always have a kid who's kind of like you know really just probably wants to sit down and like you know like they're young enough like it's it is always a little bit of a thing like it's an interesting in a sea of strollers trying to find which one exactly is ours my other thing is like what's stopping someone from just walking away with your stroller uh, listen, I, in Disney World one time. Oh, I like that this is going to be a story. <laughs> uh, we Take got off of Buzz... I'm going to close my eyes. Transport me. Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger spin. It was a beautiful day. I got out of the ride. Heather's like, go grab the stroller. I'm like, okay, put Abby in the stroller. We roll out. I am like all the way past teacups. It's been a little mm. while. Not, not a long while. That's, a, that's realized... a long way. So I think I know where this and is I'm going. Like, wow. The handle on our stroller got all sorts of jacked up i you know they have nice little foam grips and this one now has been like jacked up i'm like this is not cool i'm like i wonder how this happened how did i not notice it at which point i realized oh no this isn't our stroller so i'm like okay so what would you do you run it back you go back to the same place and you park the stroller right yeah so i brought it back Park the stroller. My stroller was there, just all the way out and like hidden. Uh, we jumped in that stroller, our right one, and left. But I mean, I had like a panic attack for a split second because yeah. I'm like, I am like, I'm just imagining some family who's like, that's not our stroller. Like, where's our stroller? <laughs> yeah, um, and especially because people keep a lot of their stuff in their stroller. Right, right. So hopefully there wasn't anything in this stroller, but hopefully, uh, you know, they got their stroller or never even noticed because they were on a ride or Probably doing never something. Noticed, yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, you feel bad. It was just straight accident. Yeah, well, I, I get it. You you were a you were a stroller bandit for like a moment. Yeah. Yep. Stole someone's stroller. Stole someone's stroller and then had a moment of conscience where you're like, I can't descend into this life of crime. Then gave it back. Well, I wanted I wanted the one with the good handles back. Of course. You you tried to steal until you realized it wasn't it was a downgrade. <laughs> no, that was it. It was I'm telling you, if I, honestly, if it wasn't for that handle, I might have never noticed. Participating attractions for this test include Kilimanjaro Safaris, where they take your stroller anyway and park it for you. Yeah, like you don't yeah. park your own stroller for Kilimanjaro. No, Safari you get to that one point and they just, just take, take your stroller. It, yeah. uh, it's tough to be a bug. Kali River Rapids, Finding Nemo the Musical, Festival of the Lion King, Wildlife Express Train, and Rivers of Light. Okay. I'm curious how that works out. <coughs> Sounds like this is something they're testing out to see if it works, and then if it works, it'll, you know, go, yeah, to the go rest other of, places. Yeah. Right. So, hey, you know how like fireworks shows, and this is like we're about to go into Hollywood Studios news, and this is just making me think of it. Like, you know, how, like before a fireworks show, people are usually sitting on the ground. Yes. And then, like, once the fireworks show starts, everybody stands up. Correct. I encountered a, a really weird moment. Um, so we're waiting for the Star Wars fireworks to start at Hollywood Studios. Just everyone's sitting on the ground, and I'm saying, all right, you know, the second these fireworks start, everyone's going to stand up. 
fireworks started, nobody stood up. When you say nobody, how many nobodies? Like hundreds of nobodies. Really? I mean, I'm sure they were very good people. I'm not calling them nobodies, but like hundreds of people stayed seated. Well, I mean, I guess you stand up because you want to be able to see over the people in front of you. Well, But here's the kicker. Like when you're sitting on the ground. So we watched the whole show sitting on the ground. Everybody did. Right. Right. It was like being in like a second grade assembly. Like everyone sitting crisscross applesauce looking up at the thing. Sounds Um, great. It's great, except for the fact that they have that big stupid stage sitting in front of the Chinese theater that they never delivered on their promise of making one that like can be broken down and moved away. Right. So most of the projections, like I couldn't see them. And I didn't want to be that one dude out of hundreds of people <laughs> that's up. like, I'm standing up. Like, no, I can't do that. Could you do like the half stand up and like kneel? That would Get still block people view? behind me. And I, I couldn't right. do that. You know me with fireworks etiquette. Like, it's a big deal for me. Missed up. Maybe that's why I didn't really enjoy it as much. I couldn't see the, most of the projections. Uh, but anyway, Hollywood Studios news. Pass holders are getting exclusive Toy Story Land access in September. <clears throat> okay. Now, when everybody was expecting there to be a pass holder preview for Toy Story, and it just kind of didn't happen this time. Like for Pandora, we got exclusive pass holder uh, preview where you got to go sample the rides, do the, have the food, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there was nothing. So everybody was like kind of waiting uh, with bated breath for a Toy Story Land um, preview, but it never happened. And right. that's because I have it on good authority. They're, they're still testing and adjusting the rides like okay as of like a week ago so that makes sense yeah which means it's like not it's me which means it's not ready <laughs> um so in september gold platinum and platinum plus platinum plus and premier pass holders will have exclusive access to slinky dog dash swirling saucers and toy story mania uh you have to register for the event advanced registration links are coming in an email so check your email pass holders Guests must also, any guests that you bring must also have either a gold, platinum, platinum plus, or premier uh, member pass and be on your friends and family list. Hmm. Okay. Pat, there are some pass holder exclusives in Hollywood Studios this month through June 29th. First up is a double discount at Hollywood and Vine, which means 20% off breakfast, lunch, or dinner. At Walt Disney Presents, there is a pass holder exclusive viewing of The Incredibles 2 sneak peek from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then a regular viewing of the Incredibles 2 sneak peek every other day uh, for every other period of time. Mickey's of Hollywood, Celebrity 5 and 10, and Keystone Clothiers and Once Upon a Time will all be selling the Toy Story Land Magic Band to pass holders before it goes on sale to all guests on June the 30th. The um, So now we're into Star Wars uh, news. And uh, the location of the Star Wars Resort has been confirmed. Is it where we thought it was? It's exactly where we thought it was. The right. south side of Disney's Hollywood Studios, east of World Drive. Um, <clears throat> Disney and the Disney Parks blog said, and I quote, this location. <coughs> they didn't cough. Um, they said this location will, anou- will allow the experience to be seamlessly connected to the highly anticipated Star Wars Galaxy's Edge land at Disney's Hollywood Studios, enabling guests to fully immerse themselves in the story of Star Wars. <clears throat> I'm assuming that means there will be a new entrance to Hollywood Studios that you can enter through the resort. We can't wait. Yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. Sounds really awesome. Um, a Kylo, the, the Kylo Ren Disney Visa meet and greet has been opened up to more uh, card holders. Okay. 
for the last two years, you've o- it's only been for uh, Disney Visa credit card holders, but now they've opened it up for debit card holders. Interesting. I remember we talked about that one. Yep. Uh, they've announced the background story for the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Black Spire Outpost. Ready for this? <clears throat> I am. The largest settlement on the planet Batu, Black Spire Outpost is an infamous stop for traders, adventurers, and smugglers traveling around the Outer Rim in wild space. Off the beaten path, this outpost has become a haven for the galaxy's most colorful and notorious characters. Widely known for the petrified remains of its once towering ancient trees, the spires now stand guard across the river valley, across the river valleys and plains, and have long captured the imagination of travelers to this planet. Um, <clears throat> to the first settlers, these petrified spires became more than just landmarks; they became the heart of the outpost itself. I love stuff like that. Me too. It's going to be great. Yep. Opening And finally, our last bit of news for this week. The opening season has now been announced for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Walt Disney World. It will be opening late fall 2019. Disneyland will be getting it, um, I believe, early summer. Yep. Can you see a way that, you know, not, of course, when it first opens, but can you see, like, my, you know, my real fear is, like, Star Wars fatigue. I mean, I'm kind of experiencing that. I think a lot of people are. I just wonder, you know, not that this would ever go bust on them. I think it's going to, you know, people like rides. I mean, I and don't know Star anyone Wars that loves a, Avatar. Yeah, you know Star what Wars I mean? But people like Pandora. Right. I just wonder if, you know, there's going to be a bit of Star Wars fatigue. I think if J.J. Abrams knocks it out of the park with episode nine, everything will be fine. It's a big if, my friend. Yeah, I think that if episode nine is just kind of okay like there needs to be a movie that people can rally behind like people seem to like solo but it wasn't like this oh star wars is back like no listen i loved solo i mean i've seen it multiple times i'm a huge fan of it having said that i didn't necessarily need it and that's why i think that like because like you know the last jedi was so divisive um right and it just left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. And I think that Disney kind of needs to do something <coughs> to kind of win those people back. Yeah. All right. I, I think the Obi-Wan movie is a great idea. I think the I think bit, if there's ever a time to hit the Boba Fett movie button. Well, apparently they are from what you hear. Yeah. Like, this is the time. Right. So, there you go. That's the news this week. All right. All right. A lot, a lot of news. news. A lot of news. We got, you know, almost an hour of news. So um, we are going to be, uh, for our next episode, we're going to be launching into actually a series, the first series we've done here on Two Men and the Mouse. Um, <clears throat> we're going to be taking a world tour. Two Men and the Mouse is going on tour. What that means is uh, for our next couple e-ticket attractions, um, each week will be a different country of World Showcase. Where we'll dive in deep talking about a lot of things. Um, I will be trying to finagle us some guests for some of these episodes. Um, maybe folks that are from the actual countries, if I know any, if I happen to know anybody from them. Uh, so, you know, stay tuned. We will be definitely diving in deep to the wonders of now. Do you want to start in Mexico or do you want to start in Canada? My brain says Mexico. I mean, my heart says Canada, but you know, maybe See, like Canada is like the big finale. Yeah. You know what? That's true. Canada can be the finale. Um, yeah, so we'll start in Mexico on the next show, and then we will uh, move forward from there. I'm excited for this. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. All right, well, um, anything else you wanted to add? Uh, yeah, real fast. Oh, Have, wow. Did you watch the Disney wedding show? I did not. On Freeform, they have a show 
forgive me for not knowing the exact name, that is about weddings at Disney World. The whole show is Weddings at Disney World? It's a series. It's not even just a show. It's a series. So judging by the first episode, each one follows two couples who kind of have different kinds of weddings. Um, Super interesting. I would love to watch that. It's great. It's on Freeform. I believe it's on Monday nights. The first one was last Monday. I watched it this week. Uh, I'm embarrassed to tell you how much I liked it. But I (laughs) I think I love seeing anything that's in the parks and... You know, it's like my, I, my I like fair wedding stuff. with David Tutera, like, but with Disney. Yes, and much, 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 much <laughs> less drama. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be like, 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 uh, four, like four weddings, where it was just four brides being catty at one another, like about their weddings. Right. Well, David Tutera, typically they're trying to decide on a dress, and he's insisting that they wear this. There's nothing like that. It's more about like the options and the things they choose like at Disney World. The best part of David Tutera was always like when the bride would like be like, and and then we'll be having our reception in my parents' backyard, and like they're all like proud of it, and like they get like mad when he tries to change things. I'm like, what do you think you're on this show for? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not on this show for David Tutera to walk into your parents' backyard and be like, this is the most perfect wedding I've ever seen. Don't right, change you a guys thing. have done everything awesome. Don't change a thing. You have my seal of approval. Uh, but oh, and four weddings was just like the worst. Like that show was like, hey, you want to know the worst of humanity? Here it is. That's oh, so funny. Oh, the shrimp is cold. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like that. It's it's not it's not like uh, no. oh they didn't sprinkle the Cinderella carriage, huh? Mm. No, it's wonderful and magical, and okay. there's no talk of money. So. There's no talk of, of money. Or <laughs> so like you, the viewer, believe money. you can do this also. It's great. <laughs> um, okay, well. Oh, and so speaking of, of things that Disney released recently, did you see that Dumbo trailer? I didn't see it yet. I'm so upset. Oh, really? Yeah. It okay. just, you know how Tim Burton desaturizes the color out of all his movies? Mm-hmm. Dumbo is desaturized. Like, it looks like there's just gray, dreary world. And I'm just kind of like, I know Dumbo is kind of a dark movie. I didn't see, but that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I just, I didn't want, this is just, listen, if you like Tim Burton, there's no problem with that. I, I happen to disagree. I don't, I don't enjoy him very much. I really liked his Sweeney Todd and I like his Batman movies in like a nostalgia glasses kind of way. Um, I just don't think this was the, this was the movie for him. Oh, I listen. I have not seen the trailer, but I couldn't disagree with you more. I think this is the exact movie for him. I, I'm. You want to give you want to give Tim Burton Dumbo or Pinocchio? Yeah, Pinocchio. I, I could see Dumbo too. Come on, Dumbo's too special to me. I, the I... circus. Well, okay, but that's different. You have an attachment to it, but yeah. um, you know the circus atmosphere, and I, I don't. I think it works perfect. Right. Well, you know, my disappointment notwithstanding, when you after you watch that trailer, I'd love to hear. I will watch it. Oh, and Kingdom Hearts. Did you see these Kingdom Hearts 3 trailers from E3? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. First of all, they announced Frozen right. as a world, which everybody kind of assumed was coming. And it looks... <clears throat> the, the amazing thing with these, like with Tangled and Frozen and Toy Story, it actually looks like the movie. Yeah, I mean, I, they look great. I, I couldn't get over how amazing it looked. When are they saying? January 2019? January 2019. It was supposed to be 2018, but then they pushed it back. Right. Uh, everybody was hoping for like October, or, like holiday season 2018, but we got to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, um, it's done. When it's done. You know, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are back, and that's all I care about. Mickey's back, and yeah, awesome. And then they showed a Pirates of the Caribbean uh, world, which they did. Yeah, so it's look, Pirates three, right? It's, yeah, it's Pirates three. 
Um, right. Which is good because like it means I'll get Davy Jones. But like yep. they have shown they did pirates in um, Kingdom Hearts two, and uh, I hated it. It was the worst world in the whole game, and it was mostly because the voice actors they got to play uh, Jack, Elizabeth, and Will were just the worst. Right. Like, they didn't spring for Orlando Bloom, Kieran Alley, and Johnny Depp. And so, like, Jack Sparrow talked like this the whole time, mate. And, like, that's exactly how he sounded. And right. it was like it was like somebody doing a really bad Jack Sparrow the way I just did. Uh, you could hear either they got someone who is the greatest Johnny Depp impersonator of all time, or they got Johnny Depp for Kingdom Hearts 3. And thinking about it, I'm like, well, you know, Johnny Depp is not the hot commodity that he was 12 years ago anymore. So it might have been easier to snag him for this one. Eh, it's possible. <clears throat> so yeah very big and, and i mean it looks fantastic um it's sort of yeah if you're wearing, they're so wearing, excited i like how their outfits change like with each world they go to now yeah um, yeah like they were wearing pirate outfits in um the pirates world and when they're in monsters inc they're all monsters like they've always kind of done that with like when they go to halloween town they're they're like halloween yeah Sora had the halloween town garb right. yeah um all right, well, then, um, without any further ado, that's going to do it for Too Many of the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to the show. We can't wait to take you guys around the world with us on our Big World Showcase Tour. <clears throat> folks, if you love our good friend Peter Mandel, check him out over at Rogue Comics over there in Cranford, New Jersey, at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or check out roguecomics.com, where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, folks, if you are a college football fan, our good friend Dimitri Ravanas has a great college football podcast called Chewing Clock, which you guys can find on there. Uh, you can find that multiple days a week. Uh, episodes are nice and short, easily digestible. Please check them out over on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, and folks, uh, if you're looking for another great Disney podcast to add to your uh, repertoire, then check out um, the Disney Dads Podcast, a great family-friendly look by three dads who love Disney. Uh, check them out over at the Disney Dads Podcast on Podbean, iTunes, or Stitcher. If you want to rent the crib or stroller of your dreams, please check out our friends over at KingdomStrollers.com who will rent you the crib or stroller of your of, of your dreams uh, and deliver it right to your Disney resort. And uh, folks, that does it for this week. Uh, Pete, any closing words? Uh, let's start the series next week around yep, the world. Absolutely. Please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.